That's awesome. Ooh, this is um this is coming in a little bit hotter. I'm gonna actually bring my level down just to scotch here. Yeah, maybe you want to fill in some thing. of the people on uh, what's been going on. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So what's going on? Well, I guess, first of all, uh, this is this will be the first episode that isn't recorded. Well, no, that, uh, never, I can't even say that. This is going to be the first non-NAM episode uh, recorded on a different interface because yeah. I have uh, recently, you know, we've been recording everything on GearBuds through the first gen uh, Silver Apollo for, mm-hmm. I don't know how long we've been doing this dang podcast. Yeah. And um, because of Big Sur and because I wanted to to jump into Thunderbolt 3, uh, I wound up getting an Apollo Twin X to replace uh, the bigger Apollo that I have here at home. And then also I have the large X8P over at the studio. So right. my bases are covered on both sides. Well, so long, long and long story short, this is uh, the first time recording on the Twin X for the show uh, because we tried to record a couple days ago and my computer broke. Yeah. You waited till right till the last second to uh, to just have everything <laughs> fail at once. So um, that was pretty neat. <clears throat> yeah, that was. Let's uh, get all into that in a second. Well, yeah. Why don't we Why don't we circle back to all that? Why don't we just do like a normal podcast? Because that's what we do here. That's Are you feeling warm? I'm ready, man. Let's You're ready. It. All right. Hell yeah, dude. Love that. <clears throat> Love the enthusiasm. Episode 88, Gearbuds Podcast. That's what we're doing right now. Love I'm it. Henry. Hey, I'm Dave. Hi, Dave. And it's just us today. So yeah, uh, let's just fucking grip it and rip it, dude. Get a little quickie, a little post-holiday sesh. How you, good holidays, man? Yeah, good holidays, man. Uh, Merry Christmas good. to you um, and Merry to Christmas. our listeners out there. I guess Happy New Year soon. Yeah, well, this will be. Yeah, this will also be the New Year's episode. So, oh, there you, you go. know, whatever. I, I, I've lost track to get of too days, much into to it, but I just kind of fucking. I, I gotta be honest. I don't give a shit about New Year's. It is, I, yeah. I've never really thought it was a gr- all that great of a holiday. I've only had expensive bad times on it. So oh, dude, I'm pretty you do excited like the, uh, to just like stay home and do nothing. I was gonna say if you do like the the hundred dollar like cover and they give you. Like a shrimp cocktail and a fucking kick in the ass. <laughs> you know, there was only one thing like that that I can think of that was actually that should have been good, which was a, a John Bryan New Year's Eve show here in Chicago. He oh, did yeah. at that. I can't I always forget what it's called. There's that little or it's not little, it's actually a beautiful sort of like ballet uh theater on Randolph over by Millennium Park and like yeah. where Maggie Daly Park is. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, it's I think like so. a it was in there, and it's this beautiful, crazy, cool theater. Well, that should have been an amazing night, except it was also an open bar, and I was in my early twenties. <laughs> I got yeah. obliterated, you got drunk your money's and worth. embarrassed myself, <laughs> and got into a fight with my girlfriend out oh, on Michigan sweet. Avenue. So that was yeah. cool. Uh, I was just thinking yeah. of that. I don't think I've ever been to a show on New Year's before. And I know it's a th- well, it used to be a thing before COVID it's, and all yeah, this great it stuff. It was a thing. But like, yeah, like the big New Year's countdown and like the bands up there, you know. Flaming I don't think lips I ever, and all that shit. I'm trying to think if I even ever really played. I don't even think I've even played a gig on New Year's ever. So I, you know, we're gonna, I'm going to have to think about that a little bit. I've definitely, I mean, obviously that John Bryan, I think I might have gone to another one or two, but yeah. I can't remember. I don't think I've ever played one either, man. Yeah, I let's, might have to uh, put that in my little bucket list. Bucket list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make a make a bunch of people come and do something annoying that they don't want to do. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's this dude. Why don't we do? We could do a, a live stream uh, for this year. Yeah. So like New Year's Eve live stay at home concert. Check it out. There you go. <laughs> we got we got a couple days to sort out all the details. So, so we're yeah, definitely gonna pull this off. Get a bunch of uh, people to go check it out. So, I mean, you might as well. You just reinstalled uh, like your entire computer and everything. Oh my so God, dude, you know. I'm still I'm still reinstalling. Uh, let's get in the symphony, man. Let's uh, do it. Here's here's a symphony of corrections. Here's your weekly reminder that cables are. Tone tubes. 
thank you for listening to this. Thank you for listening to all of our old episodes. Uh, it's been really cool people telling us lately how they've gone back and started with episode one. Okay, it's cool. Also, totally unnerving because we were really bad at this back then. And well, yeah, it wasn't as good of a podcast. So yeah, it was, it's funny. Know. Like, and I like that. You know, I think uh, if people want to go back and listen to those old ones, it was a different show for sure. Uh, we were just show. talking. That's a good point. Just talking shit, basically, just me and you going <laughs> back and forth. So, and when you say talking shit, literally, we were definitely talking a lot of shit. Oh too. yeah, uh, you know, just it's fine. You know, we, yeah. we've evolved and we've we've become what we are today. I think we're the better version of ourselves now, and yeah, we're going to continue to keep growing. Uh, so thank you for listening. Keep followers have been going up too, which is awesome. Uh, so thank you for all that. Go guys. check us out on Instagram at GearBuds Podcast and Dave's amazing work over on Facebook. Oh. Uh, subscribe on Spotify and Apple. Uh, ooh, some uh, two things that I've already used for GearBudsPodcast.com slash free stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first, they're both sort of holiday-related gifts. Uh, so jump on these quickly. Uh, they may. I'm pretty sure, in fact, the first one here... M- it's going to be gone soon. So Native Instruments put out, and I should have looked it up how to properly uh, pronounce this instrument. It's the Young King, I think. Y-A-N-G-Q-I-N. It's a, a Japanese instrument that you could will absolutely recognize when you hear it. They did a really cool modeled version of that for free that you can download. Mm-hmm. And Arturia has put out a model... Uh, a modeled version of the Juno 6 chorus, which, um, you know, I'm not a chorus boy, but this, if you're going to use chorus, the the old Roland filter uh, ju- chorus is, is pretty badass. So Sweet. go download those. We'll put links up on the site. Uh, all right. Bad fucking ideas. Got a couple uh, quick hitter uh, Craigslist posts. Got some Craigslist updates for us. Fast. Nice. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of our favorite running uh, topics lately has been uh, the drug dealers uh, selling yeah. uh, in the musical instruments category. They've really been upping their game lately. I want to say that uh, this new one uh, for uh, some sort of vintage desk. Uh, so, oh, before I was, I've realized. So basically, you know, we, we've said, we've said before how it'll be like Marshall cabinet, and then yeah. it'll still be drugs or whatever. Right. What I figured out is that wh- however they're doing this, they're just copying and pasting Somebody another else's. listing like yeah. from right by theirs. That so like, right. if you ever find the drugs on there and it says you know Stratocaster, there's a good chance that there is also another Stratocaster that is for sale. So if you like uh, that, that listing. You could you could probably find that listing at the actual. That's instrument. right. Oh, very cool. That's right. Uh, but so I wanted to bring this up for a couple of reasons. One, uh, there's some more drugs that they mentioned that I've never heard of. Uh, <laughs> blues, yeah. bars. I think bars might be bars Xanax, is Xanax sure. for sure. Yeah. Uh, X DMT K T. I don't, I don't know, know what T is. is. Don't know what C. Maybe that's cocaine. C's I don't probably know. cocaine. H meth bud cart wax pills. Now it's it's interesting to me that they specify. Sp- pills at the end after they already named all of these other types of yeah. pills. Yeah, they kind of had like the cool like undercover words for a lot of the stuff and then it's just like and pills. Pills. <laughs> uh the other one also getting into the game uh, of this same sort of uh illegal endeavor is fake ID. Whoa. Uh, the one on their uh, fake ID slash social security number proof on video before you pay fast service. Uh, I think it seem it looks to be the same type of font uh, as yeah. the other, so I'm thinking that it might be they might be in cahoots in some way. Yeah, the graphic um, design needs a lot of work on these ads. I, I could say but that. But dude, what what do, do people need fake IDs anymore? Did you ever have a fake ID? Oh, definitely. But it was it was my uncle uh, who looked nothing like me. Yeah, uh, my uncle who was five foot six and had his brown eyes. That's awesome. Uh, I had his uh, <laughs> in college because when I I was still seventeen when I went down to to the old university, so I like right. couldn't buy cigarettes and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, but I think champagne at the time it was like nineteen. You could get into bars. Did so, it work? Uh, 
Oh, yeah, of course. I've seen people, I mean, I've seen, in college towns, I've seen people use uh, other races' IDs to get oh, in. Yeah. So it's, you know, mine was, it's uh, just like a thing. Mine was different. I had I actually had a manufactured fake ID, which I wonder if this is a similar service here that uh, Craigslist said. But when I went to, uh, when I moved to New York in 2000, you could go to a head shop, like where you'd buy bowls and pipes and shit. And in the back, they would take your photo, you could pick out of a book which state you wanted, and they would put it all together for you for like 40 bucks or something like that. Dude, what state did you pick? I had Connecticut because I had a friend from Connecticut, and he was like, this ID is almost identical. Like the Illinois one looked nothing like, you know, their actual ID. So yeah, I was carrying around a legit fake ID that was like manufactured. So this guy, um, if he can do that service for you, you know, they're going to involve taking your photo and... And putting it all together on a on a high quality printer and everything, so it's it's yeah. it's quite a process. I bet at this I bet at this point they ask you to just send the to send the file. Yeah, right. You know, the, here's our Dropbox, and they just have like <laughs> a printer. Yeah. <laughs> so those are available on your local Craigslist music instrument. I want there are a couple more that I, real quick that I wanted mm-hmm. to just call out. Um, and this was from before Christmas, and I and this really feels just like a an, an enterprising mom situation. Okay. Uh, because the posting was the gift of Premier Guitar magazines oh, okay. for forty five dollars. And uh, in the post, it was three groups of back issues of Premier Guitar Magazine, incomplete sets. I'm reading now, mind you. Yeah. Normal to excellent condition. Ten issues, mixed dates, $20 each. Who's buying ten issues of like mixed? Old. Of re- and not even like vintage magazines, just like sort of recent Premier Guitar Magazine. Yeah, from like 2006 or something. <laughs> but listen, will not ship, will not separate or Whoa. sell specific issues because that's too much work. Magazine wow. stored in smoke-free environment. Great magazine, but need to make room on the bookshelf. Electric guitarists love this. Thanks, Kathy. That's great. Well, Kathy, uh, the thanks, Kathy, in there is really what's yeah. For I me. love when people. I, put I their wanted names. to buy him because of that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't copy and paste it in here, but she also was. I think it was uh, like old, sort of shitty instructional DVDs. She she had the the same gambit. Oh, Maybe, cool. I hope she. I honestly, I hope she succeeded. Uh, it still made me laugh and felt worth calling out on well henry you're a guitar enthusiast um is there is there a is there a market for these used magazines well i'll tell you uh i have my all of my guitar worlds from when i was a kid Mm -hmm. that's cool Uh, so i recently had to drag that box for my dad's and i also we might i believe we talked about on this podcast Mm -hmm. after avenue and guitars closed i was able to get like a, a big collection of their last sort of magazines and books that they had there so I uh, so I'm saying this to qualify that I do have a big collection of old magazines. I do not in any way want any of these Premier <laughs> magazines. Not only because basically these things are essentially free at this point, but uh, Premier has never Premier Guitars never put tabs in or like music notation in their oh. uh, issues, and that's the value for me in having these old guitar worlds and these vintage magazines. You can look that up I can old go back and, and yeah. be like, oh, I want to just like play. Uh, uh, I don't even that Eve Six song, right? Or whatever. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, that that's for me. Uh, unless there was like a very specific issue, like I don't know, a, a pedal that I also reviewed was in there, and I, or, yeah. I don't know for something like that. But no, I I have no interest in those. Yeah, that's uh, old magazines. There's just something kind of creepy about it to me. I don't know. I feel like a magazine. Once it's mine, it's mine. I don't want anybody's used magazines. So. <laughs> just seems weird to me. Although I will say, if, if they're like from the '90s, like some of the ones you have or something, the ads are awesome. Like old vintage ads, oh, yeah. I love. You know, I post them on our Facebook once in a while too. Totally. And, I just uh, I've got I've got I some uh, some older like guitar that. magazines from like the seventies and eighties, oh, and that's cool. my favorite part about yeah. going back is is looking at those Very those, cool. at those ads. But yeah, not like you know a a two thousand sixteen nah, premier guitar. I'm that's good. Not going to really like Blink one eighty two or something like that. Yeah, we're good. Uh, oh, I just wanted to quickly shout out uh, one of our uh, a guy that 
I was trying to make a deal with, and and we, you and I talked about this yeah. um, really quick. Uh, but uh, he, we didn't end up, we weren't able to come to a deal. But then some, I, I'm still not exactly sure how, but he somehow connected the dots with this podcast, and he told me that um, he's gone back and listened to all of them. That's like funny. He, started, he went started back with number one, and has now worked. His was way it the guy? He was listening out. to the episode where we were talking about your different your different guy. Oh, okay, yeah, I know different different listeners. So wow. uh, well, welcome. Get, we're spreading our wings and flying. Uh, shout it, out man. to Otto and oh finally uh you know we don't really have this is this is awesome uh and it's uh you know we didn't really do any um uh, I guess those were sort of bad fucking ideas but this is a great fucking idea because we've been talking so much about save our stages well mm-hmm. um I got an email recently that um they have passed the bill so uh you know all they, they I'm not going to read all this but I've got mm-hmm. a, a copy uh, of all the statistics that they gave and all the the millions of emails and all this stuff that anybody who went to saveourstages.com and contacted the reps you know took took part in getting this this bill passed so Sweet. Exciting. We don't That's have to great. tell people to go save our stages.com anymore because the, the fun has passed. That's awesome. Well, congrats and good job uh, to everybody who donated. That's great. Let's just take a uh, personal responsibility for that <laughs> right here. All uh, right, dude. Well, you know what? That about wraps up the symphony, which means I get to say my two favorite words that I get to say every dang week. Dave's Dives. Yeah, baby. Um, well, I want to say thanks to you for this one because I did yeah. not know this came out. Um, and I think you watched it too, so we can talk about it together, hopefully. Uh, I watched Soul. Oh, nice. Yeah. on uh, I yeah. think it was on Christmas Day or maybe the day after, but uh, it I came out. I watched it the evening of Christmas. Yeah. Day. And it's on uh, Disney Plus for anybody who wants to watch it. Pixar movie. Yeah. Dude, it was it was pretty like the art was amazing. I've, I've never seen like Pixar stepped it up, man. Like they, you know, they've always been really cool, but they've done some shit in this, you know, with some of the effects that were just, they blew my mind. Like that little white guy who follows him around, you know, the little, um, he's like a wire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's yeah. There's he's like Teddy a light, and, and he, Teddy and Ned, Eddie or whatever. Yeah, you know, right. Like the, the sort confusing. of Picasso drawings. Yeah, I, that was a cool fucking movie, man. Uh, I was gonna ask. It was you, really good. What you thought about it? I loved it, man. Uh, I thought, you know, we're not going to spoil anything. Yeah, I don't want any Pixar movie. Isn't if you've it? ever watched a Pixar movie, they're going to make you cry at some point. Yeah, and this one is definitely no no different. Also, it's the, the the themes are much larger than this, but the music or the music the movie is really about sort of the like internal struggle of being a musician and right. and like. Uh, you know how we, what we prioritize and what decisions we make, yep. and, and how we choose to live our lives, and and, and what is and, and, and what is failure too. You know, technically. what failure means, yeah, what, what it making means, right? what making it means. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so so those those are all very. You know, it's also really about jazz, so it, mm-hmm. not directly applicable, but still, either way, like it's still. I I found myself I saw myself in that movie a lot and made me question a lot of things about sure. my life and and reckon with that sort of thing. It was it was a beautifully done movie. I loved it. I, I'll watch it again. The music was really good, and and I will say my favorite thing about it, and this is something we've talked about a lot, is mm-hmm. that they absolutely nailed. There's a lot of performance in the film. Yes, and anytime they show someone performing on piano or yep. drums or saxophone it is it's exactly what it up. would be if you were doing in real life yes uh yeah they didn't fake it they didn't have to fake the no. hands and all that stuff which is you know especially for like a i guess you could call it an animated movie um 
yeah, it was kind of neat to see how they synced that up so perfectly. Like that crazy piano solo part where he comes like out of his body right. experience. Well, and that's when they they talk about the zone, and and that's mm-hmm. that's the, probably the thing that resonated with me the absolute most thematically was because that is something as a musician we we get to, and that's mm-hmm. I'm very aware aware of that, and and it's and, and it's funny, it's actually almost sort of related to something I wanted to talk about a little bit. This episode was this idea of sort of like playing our instruments or guitar for mental health sure and and getting to that zone for me is what i think sort of like recharges my brain or makes oh, me dude. feel reach re, re-energized or refilled or whatever i totally um, agree and that and that's something yeah that and, and we're not i don't want to spoil too much but the way that they they handle that and sort of mm-hmm. like treat it as this like in between almost sort of like life and death world that you that yeah. other people get to and like communicate with which was pretty hilarious and that character that's like the the ship captain or whatever that dude mm-hmm. cracked me up <laughs> Yeah, uh, for any, I don't. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm nervous to say too much because I don't want to spoil it for anybody yeah. who hasn't seen it. But definitely worth watching. Um, you beautiful know, movie. Beautiful, absolutely. And I, if you have I, Disney I Plus, have it's to watch free. it again. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely watch it again, and will watch it again at mm-hmm. some point for sure. So, um, I will quickly say though, I also tried to watch Wonder Woman '84 okay. or whatever you call it, and did not have the same experience. <laughs> okay, good to and know. I love Gal Gadot, and, mm-hmm. and and wanted that movie to be good, but yeah. um, I actually, first of all, it's two and a half hours long. So, uh, why is an action superhero movie two and a half hours? Yeah, long? I have a Anyways. real problem with movies in general that are too long. You know, unless well, it's that's because like we're old, dude. Something epic, you know, I can understand, but like, you know, we're like if it's shit, like, uh, I don't got time for that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who does those Judd Apatow movies. You know, they always start really good. And then you're like, why has this been going on for three hours? Like, this is not necessary. Um, That used to be the rule. Comedies couldn't be more than an hour and a half. And I think that there's definitely a little something to that. But Soul was, I don't know, Soul was what, an hour 45? Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, it was. And it moved along, like, really, really good. Like, every time you you turn, there was kind of something new happening. So uh, it's got got good staying power, I think. So I will be, uh, I'll be watching it again for sure. What's the what's the ranking, brah? What's the ranking? Um, what are those things called? Teddies? <laughs> I get oh, it. Oh, there because there was like the good like there was like there was like the Ted there was the like the nice ones and then the accounting one. There was like Teddy and Freddie. I don't know. Yeah, whatever I, they were I, called. I'm gonna give it five out of five Teddies for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna Boom. if you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. Um, so keep up keep up with what's going on. Uh, so speaking of keeping up with what's going on before we leave Dave's Zox here, mm-hmm. uh, I watched another movie that I think could definitely be considered a Dave's doc. Have you ever seen inside Lewin Davis? No, I haven't. Oh man. Okay. It's a Coen brothers movie. Okay. So, you know, it's going to be good. I don't know how I've never seen this. Uh, I will not spoil anything for you other than to say it's, um, a period sort of period piece set in the early sixties in like the folk boom. Okay. Uh, starring uh, Oscar Isaac as a folk singer songwriter okay and it's about it, like really in depth about that music and then also a cat so like oh, excellent yeah it's it's like the, the all of our interests uh, sort of in in one thing and it is so beautiful and I'll say that there's a songwriting session in it with that uh, Justin Timberlake's also in it oh, as cool. is um, Adam driver and there's this like studio session scene and it is the most true to sort of my experience songwriting session i've ever seen put to film in a movie okay yeah so i love that um, i would love for you to check it out i can't i mean it must be on one of the services because i it's on prime it, so yeah i just i just googled it oh it's on prime Boom. yeah um that that had to have been what i watched i d- highly recommend it dude oh it fuck really yeah dude good. i would love to i'd love to have a little chat and uh the, the dave's docs yeah we it. should um maybe i'll cue that one up for next week because i i have yeah. one that i've been sitting on for a couple weeks but i'm oh but i might not love that yeah i might i might 
might do yeah. that next week or I might do this one. So I'm not sure. But I, yeah. I love the suggestions. Um, and for you guys listening, too, if you have any suggestions for docs that you want me to check out, uh, send them my way, please. Ooh, love the transition. It's a nice little segue into Hank Hits here because Let's do it. Um, so what we didn't do, uh, which we said we were going to do and what I want to talk about today really quick is the uh, my top 2020 songs by uh, people oh, that were yeah. either on the show or my friends. Mm-hmm. So um, we didn't actually put that link out in the world. The, the we, we need to do that. I wanted to bring it back up here. All right. I've got the playlist in front of me. I want to pull this up really fast. Oh, also, I got to mention I named it Hank Buds to keep it with the Hank Hits, <laughs> but also cool. throw in Gear Buds, but also throw in Weed Buds. Tasty. Um, but yeah, I mean, just it, it kind of it's kind of stunning to me going down this list of of bands that we've had on the show and guests um, or and some of them are future guests. But like, yeah, Bethany Thomas, dude, that, oh, yeah. that I'm not sorry. I'm not I'm not scared. Song. Oh, man. Uh, holy crap. Did that rip? Unbelievable. Uh, got a little local H on here. Oh, yeah. Dude, that that Huntsman song. Oh, my God. I almost yeah. forgot how badass that record. is. Yeah, dude. Um, I've got Fat Knight on here, who actually haven't been on the show yet, but will be because they're they're definitely friends and they make some dope music. I don't know if you've ever checked them out. Um, Space Gators track, mm-hmm. Rookie, Twin Peaks, Kali Masi. Uh, how about our buddy? Uh, it almost feels like a different lifetime. Joel uh, from the band Royale. God, uh, almost that was one of the last episodes we did before lockdown. Yeah, yeah. I remember Doesn't that seem not- like a different world? Yeah, well, dude. It everything does. I mean, I was just thinking about Nam today, and I was like, God, that oh. that would have been in like two weeks. You yeah, know, or something right, like exactly. that. So, yeah, it's They're crazy, doing man. it online, by the way. So, we'll, we'll oh. definitely talk about that yeah, more in uh, upcoming episodes. Very cool. Uh, I'm already registered for all that shit. Got to send you the info. Sweet. Uh, oh, yeah. Who else? We got Hand Practices, Mike Maimoni, uh, Into It Over It, Nathan Graham, The Evictions. Dude, how, John, I didn't even realize oh, Johnny put out some new record, uh, new music this year, and that's pretty badass. Uh, Cold Beaches, our buddy Zach and his gal, uh, their project, Asphodel Wine. Uh, Megan Davies, she's got some new tracks, and then oh, yeah. you know, I'll be honest. Uh, at the very end, there, I might have put one of my own songs on there too. Just, you know, <laughs> to, like, you know, get those, get those plays. I was actually looking at my uh, whatever tune core, and I'm owed like 13 cents from my recent stream. Oh, you so, better you make know, sure keep you get that, that shit going. Oh yeah, man, uh, get it up to 14. So yeah, that's the Hank hits. We got to post that shit on like Facebook yep. and stuff. Send me the link, uh, and I'll Bud, make sure Hank I get Bud's it up there. Absolutely, bro. Wanted to celebrate our uh, our buddies, and you know what? I'm putting, I'm drawing a line in the sand, Dave. Yeah. You've got to put out some new music in 2020 oh, so we can pimp it on this show. I know. you know, I, Even if that means I've got to just like break into your practice space and record it for you, Yeah, let's just fucking do it. I know. And, and, and the good news is we have been writing some new stuff, um, so I'll be excited to share that with you guys. Yes. Boom. We'll throw that in a future. Well, and Hank Buds 2021. That's what I'm saying. Yep. If it's not on there, if it's not on there, the last episode of the year, you and I, we're just going to have to go into a room so you can record something yeah. and put it out, just and then gonna we're going to put like, it on there. Make armpit noises or something like that. Oh my god, and knee pits. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Let's get the future gear. Uh, I want. It. I don't know if you saw this, man, but uh, your 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 boys, Twenty One Pilots, broke a Guinness World Record. Really? For what? the longest live stream. Whoa. I don't. Did I they think p- it was like seventeen or eighteen days or something like that. How they did had it? this thing going. How? I, I'm surprised you missed this, bro. Well, I, dude, I just found out they put out a Christmas song, and I was like, how did I not hear about this? Yeah. Um, there you go. I saw somebody else covering it, and I was like, "Wait, what is this?" And then I clicked and saw the real video. So, what is this live stream? Did they? Uh... I don't know, dude. I honestly didn't even read the article. I just wanted to make sure that that's so funny. Uh, I call. I let you know that you're this band that you've like, told me about, <laughs> and I've never really listened to. I had broke a fucking crazy like 17 days. Holy oh, crap! Oh yeah, the the never ending level of concern video. That's right. And they wrote that uh, about the quarantine and everything. So. Oh really? Yeah, it's a good track. If you guys uh, haven't checked it, there you it, go. It's like. 
Maybe you should be on the podcast sometimes if you're God, listening. Uh, they broke that world record. Oh, man, I didn't tell you about this yet. Mm. I had a very nice Christmas spirit Facebook swap happen. Okay. Uh, so, um, Like a gear swap? Recently, well, okay. No. I'll let you. So it, this was, yeah, it, no, it's fine. Uh, this was just the other day. It might have even been Christmas Eve. Uh, now I think about it, or maybe the no. You know what? It was the night before. It was twas the night before Christmas Eve, uh, and all through the Facebook, I happened to open up my account, and on like my you know local neighborhoods uh, like swap page, uh, this gal was like, "Hey, I've got this extra tree. Does like anybody want it? I you know I'm I don't need it. Uh, it was a you know." Uh, fake tree i was like yeah i don't have a tree i'll take that i it, like i just so happened to open it right as it posted i'm wow. sure you know a thousand people would have wanted it yeah and she's like oh she messaged, messaged me she's like okay cool seems pretty cool and then and then so at the same time i notice in the same group a post from the day before mm-hmm. from her saying hey like uh i've got this acoustic guitar i don't really know how to restrain it can anybody help me with that so basically she gave me this tree, and then I offered in in uh, trade to then restring her guitar for Aww. me. So it was like the most sort of like Christmassy spirit. Um, the the sort of of course the funny part is that I got the tree on Christmas Eve, but it's it's a seven and a half foot Douglas fir. It's a I was big, asking if you got tree. like the full size. Like it's a, a big size. boy. That's funny. So um, I I don't even have anywhere to put that in my apartment. I was like, <laughs> you know what. This is going over the forge. So yeah. uh, Mark and I brought it to the studio uh, two days ago and set it up. And I I set up a Christmas tree on the day after Christmas. I love it, man. Well, it's Christmas it all year awesome. round in that place, man. So there you and go. well, and so what happened was we it, it just fit perfectly over in, in what we had previously been calling Synthton, mm-hmm. which is where all the synths are. Um, that has been rechristened the, nor- the North Pole. And um, <laughs> that the tree will live on forever. It looks great. That's fantastic. Uh, man. Yeah, I just had a nice little Christmas spirit Facebook swap, and I wanted to call it out. You know, the c- Facebook isn't all bad. And I love the restringing the guitar. How did that go? Did, was it a smooth? Oh, process? she she was. She's like, I'm not gonna. She, I think she was going to buy her see her parents or something like that. Oh, she's not gonna she be back until New Year's. It. But we live like a couple blocks away from each That's other. Funny. So she's like, I'm gonna hit her up because even if she doesn't, she seemed like she was gonna be like like maybe feel bad about. It. I was like, no, I want to actually do it. Like, yeah. let's let's do this. So um, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna make sure I follow up with her and hit that up. So That's yeah, awesome. thanks thanks random nice Facebook friend. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, I gotta I have to bring this up because I uh, saw my grandfather for a little bit on Christmas Day. Okay, and he told me about something that he saw on TV, and I didn't believe him about how Hammond like Hammond organ. Yep just released a new ipad app and it was two hundred dollars and i was like Wait, grandpa you need to take your pills man like, <laughs> i don't know you I look i was like i even said i was like look, do you know that i host a gear podcast like yeah i would know i would have heard this. about this yeah well uh i i hadn't heard about it and there is a 130 dollar hammond organ ipad app okay and i was like oh that must include like an interface or yeah right. uh, some sort of like Hardware. midi controller no dude it is a 130 dollar organ app that supposedly uh, sounds amazing and all this stuff but like i can't i just can't imagine spending I, that's crazy for that an kind app. of money on an ipad app man yeah i wonder but uh, i guess that's I w- not even the reason i brought it up the reason oh, okay. i brought it up is because my grandfather fucking knew something about an uh, ipad <laughs> your app that i had never even heard of and i like stupidly arrogantly called him out and, right. and then was wrong you were like that sure. does not exist and then you yeah gotta, and then you got to call him up and be like i was wrong <laughs> well, so I have. I don't think we talked about this. He, um, I'm, I'm gonna have to see him within the next couple of days. He's got this, the 78 RPM vinyl record of 
his his dad, my great grandfather, singing back in like the 30s wow. or some shit. Cool. Uh, and that he wants me to digitize. Well, uh, so I'm gonna do, he's gonna get it, and it, the record's like kind of falling apart. I'm gonna have to very be very careful. Mm-hmm. But this is something that I'm actually gonna have to do a little more research on because my turntable, a while very fancy and nice, only does 33 and 45 RPM. So right. um, I'm gonna have to. I think what the I'm, my plan is to record it at 45, and then and then I have like a you know like a record like just like a f- crappy recording of this at playing at 78 speed right i'm gonna digitally have to alter it to you like slow it down you're right speed. no i think i'm gonna have to speed it up speed it up i mean yeah wow yeah okay that's kind of so, cool though i love hearing we'll old see. recordings like that man it's yeah so cool. and 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 my grandfather is a an infant and, and for some reason he was like there and you hear him no way like yeah deuce i don't know it's I, I haven't heard a great version of it but um anyways the, yeah the point is i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to uh see him Make a make a little swap with him someday. That's uh, awesome, soon. man. Because he's 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 very hot on getting this done quickly. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, yeah, uh, we'll let us know. Shout out to maybe we can shout uh, out to Grandpa Butch. We can post it when it's digital or something like that. Oh man, hell yeah! Cool. Uh, so I guess a couple things uh, really fast. I know that something you've been hot wanting to talk about recently is a little uh, real quick is. Um, this idea of like featured images on Craigslist or Reverb, or like when you're when you're posting something, like what do you know? What I'm talking about. I feel like this like is like a thing sponsored we've been, we've image. Off. Well, I feel like you've been you've had these thoughts, re- and we can delete this too. At, sure. Um, um, but I feel like that you've been talking recently about how like you had these thoughts about how like which images to feature on Craigslist oh. or like which ones you want to sh- like show first or like I yeah, think we had yeah, a conversation yeah, yeah, about yeah. that one with like the back like the how back important it is to have like a good a good initial photo of if you're trying to sell something essentially. I don't know, man. I have this note on here uh, yeah, that I just wanted that's to make what sure it that we so, got to it because we've got this thing. Well, I thought it was funny. Like, so for instance, like, let's say you're selling a guitar. You know, I'm looking at uh, Paul's 1924 Martin on here, which we can talk about later if you want. But uh, I was playing it because I'm ca- I'm cat sitting for him, and I was looking at his listing for it, and it's a beautiful picture of just the entire guitar. The case is open. It's you know centered in the photo. It's it's great. Uh, what made me think of this? I saw. A picture somebody was trying to sell like an SG and there was like light hitting the side of the body where it almost looked like it was discolored. And I'm oh, like, why would you use that? About. Why yeah, would you use yeah, that as a yeah. photo? Because it's like a terrible photo, you know? And it's not even about like, oh, they had like a nice camera or anything. It's just like mm-hmm. maybe get it in like the right lighting if you're gonna list, you know, your guitar, because people are just gonna go right past that thinking there's like a defect in the paint or something, you know. So Yeah, I gotta say I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. I, I I am a seasoned a gear photographer and i still struggle with that sometimes i do man it's not it's not always the easiest thing to do if you don't have like a a perfect diffused light system Mm -hmm. like it can getting catching those those angles can be pretty tough sometimes especially on something like that's got a carved top on it yeah it's just funny to me or you'll have like you know obviously you don't want to use like a blurry photo you know or something like that so i just think it's funny that the pictures that people take like they didn't take two seconds to like set up the shot there was one that you and i almost i think we disagreed about that we were looking at recently about it was like a i think it was a parts caster on craigslist and the and the main image was the back of the neck yeah and you said you thought that that was a good idea and i don't think i i don't believe i well i'm particular to the back of the neck images because to me when you see the back of the neck it makes you want to touch the back of the neck and then you're like oh i could feel myself you know playing this guitar um yeah and i think i remember that's that that particular one now but that's that's me i'm partial to the like i like the back of the neck it's an important part of the guitar let me ask you i agree and i always want to include that i mean that's you're Mm -hmm. making contact with that all the time frankly i feel like the neck might be the most important part of the the guitar in terms Mm -hmm. of playability but as the featured as the featured image image, 
No, I don't think that's a good featured image. Okay, all yeah. right. So okay, so we do agree about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I, maybe yeah. I misunderstood. Yeah, I would say you know yeah. use the whole guitar because a lot of people are just going to scroll right past that. You know, um, another one that's funny is when like the guitar is upside down in the picture, like the <laughs> like the headstock is at the bottom of the photo and the body's at the top. It just little things, man. They just it drives me nuts when I see. And that that's stuff. probably seriously just like the phone. You know, yeah, like he had the phone. Yeah, it didn't rotate. And he didn't the realize image or something. it. Yeah, he uploaded uh, but the then. JPEG. Yeah, you know, Craigslist or Reverb or right. whatever. But that's your I mean, if you're trying to sell a three thousand dollar something yeah. and you and you don't take the care to to take the right photos or, or make the right posting, yeah. I'm ten, going to either tend to believe that you don't know what your hat you have mm-hmm. or or you or maybe you're lying or or maybe you haven't taken the the greatest care of it forever. Yeah. And now I will say, I mean, I've found you know, the two, uh, my 61 and my 62 P-Base, the, I sold the 61, but the photos in both of those ads were absolutely awful. And that that was actually an advantage for me because for I think a lot cost, of people right? skipped over it. Um, and when I was like, oh, no, that one little part looks like that could be a vintage, you know, pre-CBS or something. And then that's that's what it, it came to be. So sometimes it can I, work in your favor yeah. as a buyer. Well, you know, dude, I tried to jump on that the exact idea one time when the, my, I think that was the... That was the first vintage Martin I bought. Yeah. I bought it. It was like a, I can't remember if it was late 60s or early 70s D35. Mm-hmm. And because the, the images were really crappy, it, I was like, well, um, okay. And because the price sort of matched that in some ways, I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to take a, I'm going to take a gamble on this and see what happens. And then it turns out that the guitar was actually a lot more fucked up than I right. thought because I couldn't see it from yep. the pictures. Yep. I was able to get my money back. But, um, you know, I, 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 I feel this, I feel you, man. I, I I try to jump on that if I can. Yeah, I just I just think it is a funny topic of conversation. How like you know we're always like on Craigslist or Reverb scrolling mm-hmm. through pictures. Think of the thousands of photos we see of gear, like ev- you know every week. You know. Yeah. And uh, it's just funny when you know you know there's like just a really really bad picture. Sometimes I will click on it if the picture is is obnoxiously bad just to oh, see. Oh, that gets an auto click for me. I'm, that's, <laughs> that's a that's an open and new tab. So maybe I don't know what sure. I'm talking about. Maybe this is a, a tactic that Dude, I. Dude, are you never are you a command click? guy are you an open and new tab all the time kind of guy no or do you know no, i go you, back you just you go where you go which right i've in. noticed okay. on it's been throwing me off because i think reverb just started doing that where if you click on a listing on reverb it automatically opens it in another tab oh did they set that up yeah i think they did yeah it's oh, reverb, I, I'm, I i just do that anyways it's yeah. craigslist and reverb because like no i've seen your yeah. i've seen your browser where you've got like 40 tabs open of yeah. craigslist ads oh yeah it's great and you you like mm-hmm. to save them for later too You'll open them well, up. Well, I like to come back, back if I if yeah. I haven't if I I'll leave them if I'm I'm still deciding if I'm gonna make an offer or not. Right, I need right. To do a little more research. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of reverb, uh, and dude, why are they making it so hard to see the sold listings now? Yeah. Um, they do that on purpose, I think. They're, that's kind of, I think that's a marketing tactic, and that's new. I think so. You used too. to be able to it see. You could click on an old ad, and you could still see. Which I like clicking on because I've bought stuff, and I want to be like, oh, look at the, you know, that was the image they used when I first bought that guitar, or whatever. Or, dude, how about the fact that, like, oftentimes it's the only way that we can do any sort of real research on stuff well, because right. a lot of this shit doesn't have any information about it online except for someone's, you know, thoughtful reverb posting from a mm-hmm. few years ago, and now we can't get to those anymore, and it drives me crazy. It drives me nuts. Yeah, and it's actually like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, I think it's a sales tactic because then you click on it and then you're like, I'm looking for a 75 Strat. And then you click the one that you wanted, but that's not there. But then they have this list of all these other 75 right. Strat listings. Well, and you used to be able to still then click that little image and then right. get back to the old post. And they're just like, they've they've removed that functionality. And I thought that maybe I could trick the URL into letting me see it, but I, I haven't found out how to get there yet. So, well, and I like the old, um, yeah, I like the old way that. too, like you said, for research purposes. If you're like, well, why did this sell for so cheap? What was wrong with it? You know, or what? parts yeah, were replaced exactly. it's just really we're just educating 
ourselves with this, you know, with this idea that um, we can look up what stuff sold for. So now, you know, they don't make that quite as easy on Reverb. Dude, I'm is. perfectly fine with them sending you to a landing page that says, hey, that sold, but yeah. like, here's all here's the other stuff the you can listing. buy right now. That's their yeah. business, dude. Like, fuck yep. yeah, do that. Right. But... Uh, you know, still let me get to those old ones if yeah. I want to. Set up the tag so that it does open in a, in a new tab so right. that you can still have your old page there. Like, that's fine. I don't care. But just let me get the old listings, please. Yeah, reverb. The... So if you guys are out there listening, uh, hook it up, you know? Yeah, which is funny because I guess technically they sometimes pay me to do things too. So <laughs> whatever. Uh, oh, this was, you know, really quick before we leave reverb, we actually yeah. had one of our listeners reach out, and I'm sorry uh, I did not screenshot or... Um, or uh, grab your name on this, but thank you to one of our listeners who reached out on Instagram and, and, and sent us, actually a few people have done this recently, sent us uh, like different ads that um, they that just bothered them also. Oh, really? And this one really bothered me because it was, if I remember correctly, it was like uh, a Sovtech that was mm -hmm. way overpriced. Okay. Uh, and it and in the description, the, uh, the the owner of this of this particular amplifier went told the whole story about how he was the first owner and he bought it for this amount of money when it came out like literally put the, like the original purchase yeah. price and then in like goes on to say that now like i never played it i just sat on it and now i literally said i'm ready to act on my investment which <laughs> that can be true i have some pieces of gear yeah. that i sat on to let the of money course. go up but i'm certainly not going to be i'm not going to be of an arrogant jerk yeah to brag about that on reverb like, oh are that's you kidding funny me? i'm ready, ready to i'm ready act for on my investment for this yeah get that's fucked. yeah right fucked. <laughs> dude, we need we need a get fucked siren button yeah that we can use for stitching the get fucked like soundboard this, dude. oh that's funny get man fucked. yeah that's uh that's a weird one man don't brag yeah. about how much money you're gonna make on a on a listing i no. would say that's ready to act on my investment you know, tell your tell your friends or something but i i, I wouldn't use that as a tactic for trying to sell uh, a guitar nope it's crazy uh so thanks for sending that uh that's good Instagram keep them coming guys we friend. love that shit uh last thing i want to talk about in this quick hitter, hitter of an episode here real quick um i you know we we've touched on it a little bit previous episodes mm -hmm. do you have any memorable Christmas gear gifts oh, that, yeah. you, that you've ever had. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on here, but I know I've told you, so this is more for the listeners. But um, the one thing that I truly remember getting when I was a little kid was those uh, those hot sticks, drumsticks. Oh, and yeah. They were we like yellow and orange, that. and you could just whack them. You were supposed to be able to like whack them in the air, but they worked better if you hit it like a pillow or something. But uh, they sound like a, you know, like a snare drum, basically. Um, they didn't work that great. Uh, but I, that was, a you know, that's totally like a, a crazy, like late eighties gift, you know, that was like, you know, really popular. I think there was a guitar version too, that was kind of like just a cable with like a hand, something you hold in your left hand and then your right hand, I think you like clip it on your belt or something like that. And then it's just like this telephone cable in between. And that was like this <laughs> weird awesome. air guitar toy. I'm sure if you guys Google it, you can find, uh, find out what I'm talking about, but we need to, we need to start a band, uh, where you just play those. Spirits. Yeah. yeah, well, I thought it would be cool, like, now that knowing what I know now is to, like, maybe run it through some pedals and, like, you know, oh, wire it up definitely. to, like, a crazy amp or something like Do that. Do with some delay? Yeah, oh man. God. Yeah, yeah. So, now, what... I uh, bet that it even had some delay or reverb or something on there. Uh, Yeah, I think it had, like, a overdrive or something, you know, but... I can uh, hear it. I'm, I don't even know what you're talking yep, about, and I can you hear You can hear that, like, synthetic, like, really bad Meow! late 80s tone. Exactly. Um, and what I was going to ask you, man, What what's your most memorable... Uh, musical christmas gift yeah i you know I, I both of them are sort of similar i i i can remember getting my first guitar mm -hmm. 
like for Christmas. Like I already had a sort of crappy uh, nylon string that I put electric guitar strings on, but yeah. like I got this Harmony electric guitar with the Radio Shack amp, and I, I remember that. But really, the 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 best one that I remember was my first sort of like what I thought was like a pro guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was, it was the Chris. It was a Christmas when I was fifteen. And growing up, you know, I grew up in an area where a lot of people had a lot of money. My family did not. You mm-hmm. know, we were we were sort of, I don't maybe the sort of the poor family in a in a nice neighborhood. Sure. I, you can say that. And uh, so, anyways, I, I we didn't get like we would get good Christmas stuff, but it wasn't like some people were get like fucking cars and yeah, crazy stuff. You right. know, it wasn't like that. Right, right. So I remember really, really specifically pining over an Alpine white Epiphone Les Paul custom. And I decided that that was, that was just like the guitar that I needed. I, and, and, and honestly I had really earned it at this point. I I was playing so much practicing all the time. Like Mm -hmm. I was good. I was, I was pretty ripping at this point. Yeah. And I, you know, made it clear that this was a guitar I want, and like maybe we could figure something out. Or because you know, I'd been saving money from my like busboy job and work something out with my parents or maybe get my grandpa involved or whatever. So Christmas rolls around, and uh, I remember it was like I'd gotten a card uh, with like, "Hey, here's you know the money towards a guitar or whatever," like we talked about. Right. <clears throat> and I I remember being like, "Okay, this is cool," but also like honestly a little bummed, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and for some reason, you know, you know, it was one of those things where like, oh, we'd unwrap the presents, and and like I'm the 15 year old boy, so I gotta like be the person that takes the garbage out to the dumpster. Right. So uh, take the garbage bag out, and I come back inside, and um, sitting in the living room on a stand was the, oh, the guitar cool. sitting there. So yeah. they just like tricked me, and then they're like, "Give us the money back." But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I oh, that's you know, cool, man. I unfortunately uh, in my like early 20s did sell that guitar sure uh of like all of my early guitars i do have that's that's the first one that i sold frankly because i was like poor and needed money because i like wasn't making anything doing music and um also i think that was right i'd already gotten my that's right that guitar was my backup guitar on tour i would oh cool the sg was my was my main thing and then i had that stupid les paul that i'd put emgs in uh, so i could sound more like james Hetfield yes <laughs> as my as my backup guitar for like a you know sort of 60s rock band that right I was in. of course uh, but yeah then i wound up selling that which i think i even sold i remember selling it for like 400 dollars or something which was like kind of a lot yeah uh at the time but i do miss it sometimes i, I like I the uh I, I like the epiphone les pauls sometimes you know they're fun uh they're fun to look at. i know i remember a friend of mine was dating a girl who had one she didn't even play but she had like a purple one it was like a purple swirl color it was it was really kind of cool it was like a oh, figured yeah. top um and i remember i really wasn't that into guitars at the time and i think she was even like do you just want this thing like i didn't i didn't take it but she was like you can just have it i don't Dang. play it I was like, oh, so soft spot always in my heart for the uh, for the Epi Les Paul. You know, I still have I still have my Epiphone Les Paul special too. That was like the guitar I really electric guitar I really cut my teeth on. Right. But this Les Paul custom, I mean, you know, it was fully bound top and back and and neck and headstock. Like mm-hmm. it was a it was a it was a real player, and uh, and I still think that like that's I mean that's that's almost sort of like the benchmark neck for me, right? Because I spent so much time on it that it's just like everything else. I kind of. And I, I even put wear and stuff on that one. You know, it was I definitely uh, I played that guitar a lot. So that's a memory. Uh, that's it's cool, a good man. One. I, I was hoping you would have. A, I was hoping you'd have a story like that because I don't think I ever got. I don't think I ever got a guitar for Christmas. I think it's always been you know like pedals or something or like yeah uh, you know something small. But uh, I would, it's weird. I don't think I would love it if someone bought me. That's a guitar what I'm for saying. Like right it's now. a personal gift, you know, where you kind of want to yeah. pick out the one that's right for you. Although it's obviously a, a beautiful gesture if somebody wants to buy. 
Everybody out there yeah, wants to buy point, me a guitar. I'll, I'll take it. But uh, I'll take it. But that was, you know, very clearly like made sure that everyone knew exactly which one I wanted. Yeah. And here, here is the cutout from Musician's Friend. Yep. You know, like yep. can't fuck this up. I don't. I'm trying to remember. I bet they bought it from Guitar Center. I oh sure, Sam Ash I, and Guitar I don't Center. Know where else? They're yeah. probably the only. Oh, two. No, no, dude, you're right. It was Sam Ash? Yeah. Holy shit, you nailed it. Because I, I remember I had like a warranty and I had to bring it in at some point early on and I had to take it to that Sam Ash. The, uh, that's so funny. It was totally from Sam Ash. The one by Midway Airport over there. The one by Midway, yeah, where yeah. there used to be Guitar Center, Sam Ash, and um, Music Around over there. Right, Music Around. That was the other one. Yeah, I forgot. That was the that. that was our little circuit that me and my best bud Rich would do. We would take the the bus, mm-hmm. you know, as like ten year olds uh, over to there was a and, and they were and all kind across, of the same area over. There. And then across, they were they were all on Cicero, like mm-hmm. with the, within a few blocks. And there was also Rossi Music up a little bit further or down, a little bit further south on Cicero. But um, there was also a Rick Benny's, uh, and we would also get our uh, breaded steak sandwiches uh, to, to be true Chicago meatballs about it. Sounds delicious buddy i love that great little christmas banger right there yeah yeah anything else you want to touch on today i think we're good man i just wanted to get in get out get the system prove that it works you know um so thanks for thanks for dealing with my uh, Dude, craziness and no the worries, computer man. oh you know what though before we go yeah. um i just i want to read this little thing so okay. um uh radiohead sent out a little a little letter um to their mailing list which i'm on about like the christmas new year season or whatever and mm-hmm. i felt like maybe it might be a nice little way to close this episode so perfect um without further ado love you brother love you too i'm just gonna re- read this here right now i just feel this i hope you are all safe and well and not too scared or too bored i also hope that somehow we can be part of making music for you soon and that the pleasure of making music and hearing music whether in a gig concert hall church or at home with friends is not forgotten in this desolate year as we climb out of 2020 washing our hands i wish you all a happier new year and send you and yours all our fondest regards 